Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar reminding you, please, come on back to the land of living a little at a time. Follow all guidelines, state and federal. Uh, certainly many wonderful things to do right here in Mississippi while we are waiting to get back to uh, life as we used to know it. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out all the cool things you can do right here. Part two for today's guest, a little series I'm doing celebrating women in business. I dig what they do. One Mississippi Minute alone could not contain all today's guest has to offer and say. So to refresh, I met today's guest through my wife Gwen, a sorority sister of hers back at the University of Arkansas back in the day. She was captain of that Razorback tennis team. She would go on to use her competitive edge in business and become a highly regarded and well-sought-after consultant. Her clients include Accentra, PwC, Ashland Inc., Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Northern Trust, Spencer Stewart, United Airlines, etc., etc. Prior to founding Evolving Strategies in 1999, she worked with senior executives at Fortune 200 companies in shaping their business and people strategies and leading change initiatives. On the last show, we were able to spend time getting to know her, uh, also talking a little bit and touching on this test she got me to take called Gallup. And helping me understand my results and all that makes me, well, me. So we didn't get all the way there. So let's bring uh, on the dock. And I'm laying out on the couch today in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Oh, have mercy. Say hello to our pal, Sandy Schwan. What's up, Sandy? <laughs> Hi, Steve. It's so great to be with you today. I'm not sure I feel the same way for some reason. I feel like I'm about to be uh, <laughs> stripped clean of uh, my entire being. Right in front of just all my <laughs> listeners. You know, that's not the case. And if it was, and if we want to think of it that way, well, then that's great, because we're only going to talk about your strengths. <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right. Before we talked about, well, we talked a lot about your past, growing up, being a very competitive uh, D1 tennis player, captain of that Arkansas team. Um, before we dig into all this, I just want to refresh a little bit. Your athletic days, your competitive days, as my song, You Don't Know a Thing, goes, you got to learn to lose to handle winning, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your growing up and being competitive has played and dealt, uh, you know, has led you to exactly who you are and your success? It has led me exactly to where I am. So, and I think success, you know, as you say in your song, we, we need to learn to, to win and lose. Uh, and I'm hopeful that just through my, my tennis and everything in life, I continue to work on 
accepting uh, winning and losing with grace and humility. Yeah, well, I don't, not me, not so much sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, me, me and my buddy Ken, back from the old days of tennis, we we finally won. <laughs> We've been playing. Uh, I'm going to do a shout out uh, to uh, my man Gaines <laughs> Dyer and Peter Nimrod right now, who had beaten us probably. We started playing tennis again. Ken moves back, my buddy Ken Purvis, uh, and we we grew up playing together. You know the the fifteen hours a day playing tennis. You know eating all the uh-huh. sandwiches at the at the tennis club, all those Stewart sandwiches you put in the microwave. I had more slushies in a day. <laughs> I mean my 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 mouth was painted with all different colors from slushes and uh and the whole day. You know the, oh, those microwave sandwiches is still the greatest memory to me. But Ken moves back. And we start going at it like we think we're 17 again. And we finally, after months and months, and after I had to rehab my knee because, I, you know, I got something, bursitis, or I got all sorts of stuff going on, um, mm-hmm. we finally took them out. And I'm just, I'm just saying that right now. I had my hands in the sky like, uh, like Bjorn Borg and McEnroe. I mean, I had my hands in the sky like I felt like I was, we just won Wimbledon. So oh now, my so we got to go two in a row now, but uh, it was a great feeling coming home with a victory finally. Uh, all right, so I That's have no awesome. idea what that has to do anything. I guess maybe the losing part because I've, I've learned to accept <laughs> losing way more than I ever liked, you know. So anyway, finally won. All right, Sandy, so they're, they're called super strengths, right, or superpowers? Well, we, we all have, we're all blessed with our natural strengths. And then certainly, yes, we, you know, based on your top five strengths, when you combine those together, um, you know, each of the strengths together, the combination, there's 10 of them, and those become your superpowers. So um, so you have some pretty cool superpowers based on your strengths. Okay, but I thought there were five. So there's 10. Where am I, what am I missing on this chart? Yeah. So let me tell you again. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Uh you took the strengths assessment, and then what it provided for you was just the list of your um, strengths from your top um, to your to where you're the strongest to where you're the least strongest, and there's 34 of those. Okay. And that's what you took a week or so ago. And then if you take your top five strengths, which we can refresh everyone what yours are again, and we can talk about those if you'd like. Yeah. If you take those five and then combine them together in pairs, uh. those combined to create your 10 superpowers i got you okay so it says here let me just go i'm going to list it and then we'll so belief plus strategic is my one paired up is that right it is and then Mm -hmm. belief achiever belief positivity belief responsibility strategic and plus is in there achiever strategic positivity Strategic responsibility, achiever plus posi- uh, positivity, achiever plus responsibility, positivity plus responsibility. Now, if my listeners, hang in with me because I'm confused myself. All I have, to do, all I know is Sandy Swan, my guest today on Women I Dig What They Do in Business, is about to clarify all this, and and I'm ready to strip down. Let's go. Okay. It's may, maybe it's a good thing that we are just doing audio and not video. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stripping down and getting on the couch. Exactly. <laughs> well, trust me, I'm laid out right now. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so, Steve, let me start with this. Okay. Come let on. me just back you up and then back your listeners up a tiny bit and say, what are strengths even in the first place so that people even know what they are? Because we all have them, right? And so strengths are just a combination of three things. 
It's what are your natural talents? What do you just naturally do well or think or be or do? So that's number one. Second is just what's your knowledge? What are the facts and the lessons that you've learned along the way? Which is funny. We That's really how we started our conversation was what, what lessons have we learned through success and failure? Mm-hmm. And then third is just what are the skills that you've developed along the way? Do you have the ability to get things done? So that's what strengths are from at a foundational level. What are your talents, your knowledge, and your skills? It's Gallup who has put together uh, this uh, strengths assessment, and over 20 million people have taken it. Yeah, I see that. And it's just a super cool way for you to, especially what I find, Steve, during these times when it just feels, everything feels so heavy and negative and pressing on our shoulders. Mm -hmm. What I like about the strengths is what if we stop? What if we remind ourselves what it is that we're good at and that we enjoy, and how can we focus what we're doing now during this pandemic and during these downtimes on our strengths and those things that nourish us and give us joy. Right. I get it. So you, you go in and assess the test, right? And you're, you're certified Um, to do that. Yeah, I'm certified. Yeah. I'm certified to make sense of the reports that, that come out. Thank goodness. So you can go take the assessment, you get the report, you can look through it. Um, but oftentimes what's helpful is to have someone like myself who's a Gallup certified coach who can help you make heads or tails of what does this all really mean and what can I do with it going forward and how can this impact my spouse or my children or my team members or my mm-hmm. clients. That's a, that's the way to so think about it. So personal to business. It, it's it's all encompassing, basically. You know, it is. And I'll tell you, this has become one of my really fun go-to graduation gifts mm-hmm. like for, for um, young adults graduating, because I think it, it's such a transition time, whether you're, whether you're graduating, from, graduating from high school or uh, college or anything else. It's, it, it can be a, um, a, you know, an unbalanced time, but I try to remind them and give them a gift of, you know, taking the assessment and then helping them understand what it means and just reminding them, hey, when you're having those moments when you're not feeling steady in your ways, I want you to go back and reflect and remember your strengths. All right. Okay. As I stall my evaluation in front of everybody right now, (laughs) as I'm doing a good job of that, when you do that, when you're younger, do you change? Yeah, I do. I do. It's such a great question and people often ask it. They will say, well, I took the strengths assessment 10 years ago. Will it still stand? Typically, every, at least every 15 years, there's not a change. I tell them, take it again if it makes them feel better. Uh, made it through part, uh, uh, you know, through my first segment on a Mississippi Minute without even being evaluated. So uh, mission accomplished, <laughs> and we're going to go into a break. We're with Sandy Schwan, <laughs> consultant of mine. Trust me. Trust me, she is the one I go to for all sanity in the in the working world. Uh, you're in the Mississippi Minute, and keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. Also, go to visit Mississippi.org to find out everything cool that is right here on the Promised Land. I call Mississippi. We'll be right back. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Go visit Mississippi.org, please, right now. Okay, in just a little bit after this show. Uh, and just uh, check out all the really wonderful things from culture and art form 
so many things golf you name it uh, attractions hiking we've got it all we've got uh, you know amazing sunsets on the gulf coast uh, amazing sunrises in the mississippi delta and vice versa uh, and everywhere in between so check it out uh, go to the land of Elvis and Tupelo, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'm with my pal in the Keep Missing Beautiful Studio consultant, Sandy Schwan, and my uh, stalling has officially ended. It's time to break me down. All right, Sandy. <laughs> There's no breaking down. I'm ready. You're so funny. Let's do it. Let's do it. But again, <clears throat> what you're talking about is the, the way that we typically approach things is, oh, gosh, how what are the things I do wrong and what's my improvement plan? Yeah. But that, that's really limiting in terms of how much of your potential you can really reach. I'm flipping it with you and, and everyone I work with and say, uh-uh, let's work on your strengths where you have the opportunity to grow those to unlimited potential. So here are your top five strengths, Steve. I know you know what they are, but I wanted to repeat them and to give a short definition to them, not only to you, but to your listeners. Okay, everyone, here's what Steve is. I've got a cool rag on my head right now. I just want you to know. (laughs) You're so dramatic. I love it. Okay, the first is your top five are are these. Belief, Mm -hmm. strategic, achiever, positivity, and responsibility. I want to quickly just give a short definition of each of those, of what your strengths are. Okay. So again, these are the what comes naturally to you that are your talents what the, and the knowledge and skills and abilities you've built along the way. First is belief. And this is, again, what drives you, is that you have certain core values that are just simply unchanging. And from these core values comes your defined purpose, Mm-hmm. for your life. All right, I believe that. So I could I could I stop there and say when I read that kind of overview of what that strength is, that strength theme, I'm going to ask him to throw it back to you and say where or how do you see yourself reflected in that definition? Okay. Well, I've believed in my entire life even when there was little or any hope left it seems like so in my career right in, a, in the music mm-hmm. business you gotta realize 37 first hit uh, as an artist writer not just a writer or not mm-hmm. just whatever 37 is was over the hill in nashville so i obviously was graced thank goodness to him thank my mom shout out for her youthfulness that i was able to look younger than i than i was and nobody really paid attention to the age or, or asked. You know, what, you know what I'm saying? So I had 11 uh-huh. careers before. So with that said, I had to have believed a crazy amount beyond any sanity, right, for me to continue and survive in advance. Make sense? You know, it does. And it's funny, Steve. I, <clears throat> it was it – was, you were 37 when I Don't Have to Be Me yeah. came out? yeah. Wow, I feel like we were just out of college when that came out. So um, exactly, I mean, it, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And 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 even beyond. And so, this kind of uh, reflecting back on the question you asked me a moment ago, you just talked about um, belief and specific to your career. <coughs> but if you even look back to your younger years. You could probably look back and say, yeah, belief was always highly important to me. Whatever the belief was, if it was a core value of mine, I stuck to it. Was it, is it does it mean something else besides what I'm touching on? Am, I, am no. I being too on the surface? No, you're not being anything, but you're answering it exactly right. The only, the, what I was just kind of pressing on was more of, if you think back to your childhood, you probably, even as a child, 
you know, growing up or through a young adult had really strong beliefs, whatever they were, but you stuck with them, whatever they were. You know, uh, does this affect relationships? Because the relationships I made as a young kid right now, mm-hmm. now, now via and and when you go off to college and you're still with the same people. So went to Delta State, right? And and a lot of my friends, we had a very close class. We all went together, ended up in the same, you know, at same school, spent four more years together living on our own, which is another level because, mm-hmm. you know, you meet people in college and you build new relationships and it's almost like you knew them since age zero because I think mm-hmm. because you're independent for the first time and you're, you rely on each other, it, but you, you open yourself up to a stronger relationship. So, mm-hmm. so I feel like I have some friends that I grew up with and some friends I met and that they're on an equal le- playing field because we spent those four years together, I guess. Second of all, as life goes on and everything. So I guess my question is, I've still got all the same friends. Now, I've made a lot of, <laughs> yeah. new, I've made a lot of new friends. But does it affect relationship being a believer like that? It does. Well, and it's simply because, Steve, one of your beliefs is relationships are important. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if you give your heart and soul to, to someone, you remain, you, you, your heart and soul, your heart and soul uh, stays with them. So, you know, one of your, that's what I would say from listening to you is one of your beliefs is clear that it's clearly importance of relationships. And again, uh, in looking at your strengths, relationships is certainly one of the, um, important aspects of your life that you do believe in so you know so that's belief okay i got belief and we're gonna go but i want to uh move on but i want to say this that there was a point in my life where i it was really i don't even know why i'd say this but gwen would go when we were in nashville it was definitely nashville and she'd go oh i think maybe i was tired and getting off the road she was we're gonna go do this this and this maybe it was some of our kids parents you know uh, Mm -hmm. friends kids friends parents and i go i've I don't want to meet anybody new. I don't want to go through that. And so mm-hmm. I would say that. And she goes, what are you talking about? And I said, I just, I know enough people. I'm tired. And so, so mm-hmm. I think, which was so stupid. Second of all, because I met so many great people that it's almost like I kept thinking that there was a limit in the bowl. You know what I mean? I filled the bowl up of relationships. I don't who's going to come out. I ended up making so many worthwhile relationships after I got that out of my head. And I don't know if I was using an excuse because, like I said, I was tired when I was coming back from 20 days on the road. Or I was just, it, it just doesn't seem like anything I would have ever said. And, uh, and I don't think there was any real uh, backbone to the, the comment. So, but it's funny, I used to say that of all things relationships has been the one thing I've looked back on as far as I'm concerned I always say this my listeners are sick of hearing this the most three important things in life are relationships 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 after that you go to the next thing so it's interesting that back then I needed to be persuaded uh you know to wake up and shut up and and you know I'm just saying that well well so so I'm going to offer a different perspective on that and you you bring up something very uh, interesting and that is something we need to be careful about with our strengths is be careful not to overuse them mm. or they can become blind spots in some ways and 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 in your case here's a perfect example is <clears throat> you're this wonderful joyful servant you love to give and that was in looking at your superpowers those were two words that stood out which we can come to in a moment but <clears throat> Specific to belief, you are more apt to place the needs of others ahead of yourself hmm. if you overuse this 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 strength called uh, belief. And again, think of an overuse as like if a pitcher is just 
pitching too many times and they're practicing and they're practicing and they're practicing. It's like, hey, you got to rest sometimes. Right. So I think sometimes, you know, when you were saying that to Gwen, it could have just been you, you, you sort of knowing that you do put yourself out there and you just maybe need a little bit of chair time or a moment to pull it all together and recharge because you know you will be giving to others. So I got you. I, I don't think it's... I understand. Does that make sense to yeah, you? Yeah, and it also makes me realize that Gwen was wrong. So I feel better. The first time in her life she's ever been wrong. And Oh, for goodness <laughs> sakes, we're stopping this conversation right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I feel so much... I, I have totally redeemed myself in one... And, and, and I'm going to be sleeping outside in the pond after, the, after she listens <laughs> to this podcast, so, he, in this radio show. She wasn't... She wasn't wrong. She just may have different, she probably has different top five, and so um, may have looked at them in different ways. You are too much. Steve. Okay, so we've got right, we've got belief going strategic. down the thing. We're going to go strategic, but we're going to go into the break. You get to play DJ in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio with my beautiful pal, incredible mind, heart, and soul. She's one somebody I turn to, I'm telling you, when I need uh, advice. Uh, and certain, you, you know, Sandy, that's the truth. Sandy Schwan uh, also... Uh, she loves visit Mississippi.org because she's going to go there and she's going to come visit us. And I'm taking her to all the cool spots. Uh, Sandy, you get to play <laughs> the wait. DJ, the birthplace of American music. I know you spend time back and forth at your homes in Chicago and Dallas and you bounce around. But we are we are the birthplace of it all. So would you like to hear? Let me see who I'm going to go with today. I'm thinking uh, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, three doors down or Faith Hill. I'm going Faith. Because your number one strength is belief, so I'm going with faith. You got it. We're in Mississippi Minute with Sandy Schwan. Women in business, I dig what they do. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Folks, Steve Azar here. My friends at Guarantee Bank are setting the standard in banking. So Guarantee Bank is committed to excellence in financial services and their delivery to strengthen the communities they serve and help improve the quality of life for those all-important areas. So make your reservation today. Their doors are open. Just schedule your appointment and reserve your spot prior to visiting them at gbtonline.com. The entire team of Guarantee Bank are committed to serving you and keeping you and their staff safe during these unprecedented times. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio, late breaking, up to the minute, from around the world, around the clock, here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. As I uh, sort of uh, work my way around this uh, evaluation of me, and I'm doing a good job, I'm dodging right now, left and right. I'm all over the field. Uh, Sandy Schwan, my guest today, is chasing me down, and she's going to deliver the final blow before we're done. All of my superpowers from this Gallup test that I took uh, that, that makes me me, well, me, whatever. Okay. 
Go to visit Mississippi.org, folks. I know you don't get tired of hearing that. Just do it because there's so many awesome things to do right here, especially right now. Also, follow state guidelines, wear your masks, whatever it takes right now uh, to keep yourself healthy and safe, and let's get through this time together. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. All right, Sandy, we're at number two. So you say strategic is my second superpower? Yeah, so first. First was first was belief was your first strength. Your second is that your strength is that you are strategic. So what does that mean? It means that, you know, I summarize it for you as you see no obstacles. You will always create alternative ways to go forward and proceed. That when you are faced with any given scenario, you're going to quickly spot any any opportunities to proceed based on any relevant patterns or issues that you see. Hmm. Okay. And again, I'll stop and say, when you hear that, how do you see yourself reflected in that? Does that make me more suspect uh, to failure and in turn success? Yes, because I I look at failure as as just learn. You are willing, let's look at failure in a different way, Steve. All right. Um, Because you can't be creative and innovative without quote-unquote failing. No fooling. And you you have the the confidence uh, and the... The gravitas, for lack of a for lack of a better word, to say, "Hey, let's try this. Let's try these three ways, and let's see what works best." Hmm. And then you proceed. So, so I view that as you're willing and open to learn and try new things. And you're also one of the things I wrote down in looking at your um, report was you are the person. And let me ask you this: It seems like you are the type of person that if anybody's kind of at a standstill and doesn't know what to do, they come to you and you could probably come up with any number of ideas for them to think about pursuing. Well, Does that sound like you? Well, I do enjoy uh, that process. I didn't know I did. Okay. You know, when you're leader of the band, right, you're, you're the one everybody's coming to. And I, I was used to that. Okay. So I get that. Uh, everybody's got certain things going on. If everybody felt comfortable coming to me, so they'd come back to the back of the bus, which I kept the door shut. Um, and you'd you'd come back there, you know. And I, and the problems never seemed that big to me. You know what I mean? Like they were always mm-hmm. this problem. Even my tour manager would come back and go, "We got a problem." I go, "Okay, what's the problem?" You know. And so it's used to be. It's supposed to be the opposite. I'm supposed to never hear a problem out there. It's supposed to all get fixed. But I would have to, you know. And some of them were so. We're like, you know, my, my merchandise peanut guy, Peanut, who I, I love so much. Peanut, if you're listening, Peanut would go, uh, you know, this state fair where they're out of corn dogs. You know, I said, Peanut's going to be all right. You know, they, they weren't ever big problems, you know, like you're mm-hmm. playing this, you know. So um, I think I was used to that. But when you say the word strategic to me, it means that I put things down on paper and I make a plan. And I do make lists, but I don't know how... So when I see that word, I see that, and I don't see me being so perfect at that. Yeah, I think, again, when we all see or hear words, we, we have in our minds what we think they mean. And, and you're right. Some people may hear strategic and think, oh, that person keeps their head in the clouds. That's in, 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 this, in, this, um, in the context of Gallup and how they've defined it and how you, you are someone who has this strength called strategic, which just allows you to see many options, Steve. It's not about do you write things on papers and get it done. What really stood out to me more than anything 
in reflecting and looking at your report was that the chances are really great that you can find the right combination of words to convey your ideas and your feelings and and you can just express yourself with such ease and grace. All and right. you and I had spoken, when we spoke before, uh, you had said, you know, you were saying, ah, oh, Sandy, you use much longer words than me, and mine are really simple. But guess what? It's your simple words that are what resonate with people and allow people to connect with you. So I'm going to stop there and say, does does that description resonate with yeah. you? Yeah, do you it, see yourself it, in that? it does. It does. And that's just another excuse uh, that I make because, you know, being a songwriter, you get sort of the, uh, you know, you, you, you get the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, the freeway, the, the freedom uh, to uh, say things in a simpler way, but yet poetic. You know what I mean? But without mm-hmm. be, sounding like you're being poetic. I mean, there's just uh-huh. a way of saying things that's so relative to people. And sometimes there's a brilliance in it. And sometimes there's there's some there's sometimes a brilliance in the simplicity. And I, I say that looking at a lot of my friends and pals who've written big hit songs when the line is so simple, it's brilliant. So I, I think there's a fine line between the two. And um, and I've seen that and witnessed it. And just uh, and sometimes it could be the melody or the something just the way, you, you know, you this the way it's sung or said in a song just the way the syllables roll off the tongue i mean there's something that makes those lines special when they sh- when they seem like they should have been said already a million times and it's the first time you ever heard it that way you know what i'm saying so, i don't i don't have to be me till monday yeah tell was, me someone that doesn't resonate with that line yeah but you know what the thing about that was when i screamed that out i swear i i i swear I think I was practicing so much and I was into the moment of the idea of the song and writing multiple songs about this topic that, but it never was something that seems like something you'd had to formulate together and, and build like that line wouldn't have to be built. There's nothing, there's no way I, and I just screamed it out of my, uh, you know, in my subconscious, just out of my subconscious, there was no way. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like it took me a while to map that out. But the truth is, when I did it, I apologized. So that's, that was the gift of just constantly practicing, practicing, practicing. And when it came out, and all the best songs of mine have not been strategic or thought out, which is what they, they have been a gift to me that wrote themselves yeah. from practicing so hard, I guess. But, Steve, I want, um, it's going to take you a minute to, um, it's going to take you a Mississippi minute or Thank two you. Thank you. to, um, for you to look at strategic in a different way than you're thinking about it right now. Because uh, the way, and it's taken me, listen, this is one of my top five too. And so I've really kind of spent a lot of time understanding what strategic is. But what it comes down to, Steve, is Mm -hmm. strategic means there are no obstacles that you ever see. Strategic is you have so many creative ways and alternatives that you will consider because you, you can just, you know, look at patterns and ideas and, and re-put things together in different ways to come up with different solutions. So that's why <clears throat> when, I, when I was mentioning I don't have to be me till Monday, that, wasn't, um, that was you just being able to communicate with such ease and grace. It wasn't that you sat down and formulaically thought, okay, what, what's the right, you know, syllables and words we want to put together. It was just the beauty of your beliefs and your strategic coming together as a superpower to say, 
this just resonates. This is what I believe. I, I get Here's it. A, I get it. And I, I do sometimes, I'm the guy that tries to put the square peg in the round hole. And I'm, I'm going to figure it out. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just yes. moving that square. So I get that. All right. Now, Mississippi Minutes okay. is going to mess us up. because I, I got to move on now because okay. I know that we're not going to get to five and everybody's going to go, what's Steve's fifth super? Anyway, okay. All right. Let's go before, the, before our last break because we don't have much time. Let's go to Achiever. This is exciting to me, just FYI. Great. This is the third one. <clears throat> this is Steve's third strength. We had belief strategic and now we're at Achiever. So, Steve... What this means is you can work hard, and you possess a great deal of stamina, and you take a lot of satisfaction in being busy and productive. Hmm. And one moment on your website and looking at everything you have going on and knowing everything that you do supports that from the outside looking in position. But let me stop and ask you, do those words reflect you, or how do they reflect you most? Okay, so... My very wealthy friends that I've gotten to know in my life always say this. They say, Steve, you work way too hard. You should focus on making money, which you could do. Uh, no, well, well, I have made money. So, But I'm saying they're talking about zillions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, mm-hmm. I said, that's not, uh, you know, my dad always said this. Be passionate about what you do. Work your tail off at it. And it will always, always provide for you. And that's how I live it. And so, and it has. It's been wonderful. But, and some of those things I, I, aren't important to me. Like, you know, I don't have to have the yacht or the, you, you know what I'm saying? It's nice to be on a yacht mm-hmm. and all that. But who wants to own a yacht? You barely want to own a boat with the expense of just keeping up with that little motor. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, a step. But, but you, th- those aren't what drive me. What drive me is being great at what I'm doing. And in the, in the world of music and songwriting, You've got to be able to be honest and 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 the becoming a great writer uh, and and a great artist is still something I want to be and aspire, and I still got things left to do there. So I I'm driven by that. We're gonna go into a break real quick. Go to visit Mississippi.org. We're breaking me down way further than we ever thought I'd be broken down, and I'm I'm feeling okay. I'm still okay. Sandy Swan, my guest today in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful <laughs> studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org. We'll be right back. The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio, late breaking, up to the minute, from around the world, around the clock. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Baby, saw you burning on the corner. Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute. I've got two things left to. Finally, you guys are going to go. I know Azar inside and out because Sandy Schwan, my guest in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, uh, we just went to visit Mississippi.org. By the way, to plan our weekend, this is a weekend. We're going. You don't have to be yourself till Monday, so go to visit Mississippi.org and find out all the wonderful things we can do right here. And wear your face mask, please. All right. Wash your hands. Keep them clean right now. We're going to get through all this together. Sandy Schwan is breaking me down. And right now, I am. I was close to six foot, and now I'm about four foot six and feeling good, though. Oh, stop it. All right. Okay, so Sandy, 
my le- my consultant and women in business, I dig what they do. I dig Sandy. So Sandy, let's we have we talked enough because we got like six minutes left of a Mississippi minute. So great, I love let's hit your last two. Okay, let's hit How my about last if we two. Hit your last two. What are my last okay. two? Okay, your fourth is your fourth top strength is positivity. Yeah, and what that means, Steve, is that you just have this contagious enthusiasm. You are just so upbeat, and you can get others excited about what they're going to do and what you can do together. So I'll stop there and, again, say outside looking in, I can certainly see how positivity is one of your top five. Do you see yourself reflected in positivity in the way I described it? Yeah, I I do. The only reason I say that is because people say it a lot about me. Like they're always saying that I'm so positive. I'm saying, really? <laughs> so I've gotten used to understanding why. And also as I've taken on All Access Azar and worked with songwriters and watched them grow and develop, I I look at more of the positive aspects first and I try to build them up. and, and let. The, but I beat on them mm-hmm. a little bit because I tell them the truth, right? But but mm-hmm. I, I, I do it in a positive way. And so I'm always paying attention to that. And as I've, as I've gone through this, that's been the one thing that all of my uh, the the people that I've worked with from all ages from sixteen to uh, to fifty eight or to sixty years old and in between uh, I have realized that that's the one thing they keep talking about how they make them that I make them feel positive and that I can do it so something I'm doing it, without me trying uh, keeps coming back and hitting me over the head with it that that same word yes so so great so again this is one of the things I. admire about you, Steve, is you really do seem to live your strengths. And that's what, you know, you love the hard work. You love the sharing your enthusiasm. Your beliefs are important to you, coming up with alternatives. By continuing to live within your strengths, which not everyone does, you live truly, I'm guessing, a very joyful life. Sure, you have down moments, but in general, you're living um, just such a complete life. And I'll, I will just thank you for all those people that you're helping to make them aware of their strengths and to help them live within their strengths so that they, too, can just have this, you know, unlimited, you know, opportunity um, to grow. Hmm. And I'm going to push this to our next one. So, okay, so let on. me stop. Was there something else there in positivity no, you wanted to talk about? Nothing. I, I get it. Okay. I thank you for your infectious energy and enthusiasm. The world thanks you for that and for sharing that. Your fifth strength mm-hmm. is responsibility. Hmm. And what that means is you take psychological ownership of what you say you're going to do. Right. So that that just means if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And we can count on you. And you are just so committed to values like honesty and loyalty. And so it's interesting, you know, when we take responsibility and tie it back with belief, which goes back back to the loyalty part, which is you have loyal, you know, friendship loyalties back to when you were very young, you know, all throughout your life. Uh, and I'm a, all you guys out there listening, if you don't feel this way, I mean, like, I hope you do. During this time, it's just made me go take a breath because you don't know mm-hmm. when your time's coming. You don't know mm-hmm. when uh, something like mm-hmm. so great as what we're all going through right now in in society and all this. There's a lot of good coming from all this bad. You know, and that's what mm-hmm. I, that's the only way I can say it. That's what I'm feeling. And I, it is mm-hmm. re, it is relieved a lot of burden off of me. Um, mm-hmm. And and later in my years now, that's, that's the only way I can describe it. 
you just figure out, okay, here's where we are. Let's figure out not only how to make the best of it, but how to just enjoy whatever we're doing in the situation we're in. Well, I do see one obstacle, that our time is over. And I'm, I'm still standing. I just want you to know I'm actually standing up right now, sort of, and the coal rag is off my head, and I've survived it. And now everybody knows me better than I thought they should ever know me, and me myself know myself better than I. What am I saying? Anyway, the good news is we don't have to be ourselves till Monday because I'm officially telling everybody to forget everything they just heard. And uh, no, but Sandy, I can't thank you enough for, for breaking me down and, and, and just all the support you've always given throughout my career because you have been so supportive uh very positive uh talking about positive i mean you you know you you, i've run through walls because at times i've gone you know sandy and what do you think and uh you make sense out of it which is great you know but i I just can't thank you enough and you are a woman in business i totally dig what you do and you i love the fact that uh that you and Gwen have remained such great friends, and you call her Gwenda Lavelle. I love that. I and, do, Gwenda Lavelle. Yeah, and, I love the song you wrote, Gwenda Lavelle. Yeah, yeah. There you go, everybody. That's how you get. That's how you find you when you when you find her. You got to write the song about it, and then you and then you even write a song when you ask your a love of your life to marry you, and then you're set for at least <laughs> six, seventy, eighty years. Bless her heart. Awesome. All right, go to visitmississippi.org, everybody. Uh, Great weekend ahead. Uh, You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. My beautiful pal, Sandy Swan, consultant of the stars and beyond in business. Uh, Thanks a whole lot, and uh, blessings to you guys. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Women in business, I dig what they do. That's Sandy Swan. Later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them where you can take your sweet time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.